he knew what he was about to go through. The stripes he took up on his own body. The blood that came pouring down from his body. It wasn't just a trickle here or there. It was pouring 39 lashes ripping his flesh. life, 
does not change the truth that Jesus came, died, was buried, and rose again for you and me. Regardless of whatever emotion you might be going through, whatever physically you might be experiencing right now, Jesus came for you and me. surrender myself to you. For you gave yourself. Jesus, you gave yourself.
Jesus was there when Thomas took his hands and stuck in those nail prints in Jesus' hands. Jesus was there when he said, Tarry ye in Jerusalem until you be endued with power. Jesus was there. Jesus was there when the 120 were in the upper room and there came a sound like a mighty rushing wind. Jesus was there.
hallelujah, we trust you, Lord. Father, help our lives to become all about you. Help my life, Lord, to become all about you. Because you made your life all about me.
us we can do all things. So Lord, we can make it. We can turn our attention to you. We can thrive in you. We can become more, hallelujah. We can overcome less, hallelujah. We're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. seated this morning, would you just shake somebody's hand or hug them by the neck, whatever you you and they feel comfortable with, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Church, I want to encourage you just to press on. Sometimes you just got to press on, amen? amen? Sometimes you just got to set your face forward and you just got to move forward in Christ, amen? Praise God, praise God, amen. Oh, God is so good. Do you know that the Lord is for you? And if God be for you, who can be against you, amen? Praise God. Hallelujah, God is so good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Somebody got a testimony they'd like to share. Praise the Lord. Sister Joyce. This is a little bit different. Of all
all the years I've served the Lord, I've never heard this scripture before, and it's in Revelation 2.25. And it says, hold fast to that which you already have till I come. Amen. Think about that. What do you have? Second Peter 1 and 3. God has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of our Lord and our God who has called us to glory and virtue. Amen. He, he died on the cross not just for our sins. He died just like Brother Steve was saying for all disease that can come upon us. But how do you hold fast? You hold fast to it with your confession of faith. You take hold of that promise. And when the devil tries to put sickness on you, you say, no devil, I'm not taking that. For it is written by his stripes I heal. There's other scriptures that pertain to healing. Or finances even. There's scriptures in there about finances if you're a giver. You hold fast to that confession until it manifests in your life. Amen. You hold fast to it. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Gene. Brother, just a few days ago there was a mighty storm that we had. Strong winds done a lot of damage. Horrible <laughs> lot of stuff. Been around looking at it. But I want to tell you that wasn't nothing like that mighty rushing wind to come through that upper room. Amen. That's the amen. Fire right there. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Anybody else got a testimony you'd like to share? Praise the Lord. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I'm just a looking and a grinning. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't say picking and a grinning. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> but I'd look at you and grin. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't know about you, church, but glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. My Jesus is good. My Jesus is on the throne. Amen. Bless the Lord on my soul. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes a preacher just kind of gets to the place to where he says, Lord, what's next? Huh. Somebody said, huh. <laughs> You've been there, done that, huh? <laughs> Amen. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Whoo. Praise God. Hmm. You know, there's a few of you haven't been with us too long. We're so glad to have you. So glad you're a part. Amen. Amen. But uh, we never claim to be normal around here. That's right. You know, we did we? <laughs> Hallelujah. And I thank you all from the bottom of my heart for your patience with me. Uh, you really allowed me some freedom, some leadway. Amen. And uh, Jeanette, we've been, I guess, associated over the years uh, here and there with uh, been to some churches, I guess, that really wasn't that kind of freedom, you know. And, and uh, I just thank God for freedom to move as you feel led to move. Amen. Praise the Lord. Bless God. Turn with me, if you would, this morning to Acts chapter 26. I want to minister a word this morning that uh, is near and dear to my heart. Hallelujah. And 
parts of it, the text you will have heard before if you've been around New Life very long. Amen. But uh, we're going to hit a couple of different uh, revelations on it uh, today, I hope and pray. Amen. Uh, and if I had to title this message anything, it would be what we learn from the Apostle Paul's beginning. What we learn from the Apostle Paul's beginning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm really trying to work on my titles. Because I really want to get them out there to you. I've not been real successful, but trying to get them out to you earlier in the week. But, uh, you know, sometimes if you don't have it till early in the week's done gone by, I mean, you know. But y'all pray for me, amen. Because it would help some of our uh, technology and social media if we had the titles out there. Hallelujah. Uh, but what we learn from the Apostle Paul's beginning. In Acts chapter 26, you see where Paul is brought before King Agrippa. And what he's doing, he's testifying of his conversion. Amen. And we learn some very specific things about ourselves through Paul's conversion. I want to say that again. We learn some very specific things about ourselves in 2023 through Paul's conversion. Amen. So let's look here at Acts chapter 26. Let's go down to verse 12. It says, Whereupon as I went to Damascus, this is Paul speaking to King Agrippa and giving his testimony, Whereupon as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest, remember that, he went to Damascus on the authority of the chief priest. Amen. At midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above, the brightness of the sun, shining round about me, and them which journeyed with me. Remember, he had people journeying with him. Amen. And when we, when we, that's him and the people that were with him, were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me, saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And Paul said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand up on thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We praise you for your word, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for the, the times and the life of Apostle Paul, Lord, the one that wrote two-thirds. You used him to write two-thirds of the New Testament. We thank you, Lord God, for the things that we can learn from his writings, Lord. But, Father, we depend upon that great teacher, the Holy Spirit, to teach us this day, Lord God. And we ask, Lord, that you would just speak through me, Lord. Let, let your words, your power, and your anointing come through these lips of clay. And, and let these words be embedded deeply into the hearts of the hearers of, of 
of this word. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you and we praise you. I surrender my all to you right now. Have your way in this house in Jesus' name and let the house of the Lord say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. So let's back up here. You have to remember that Paul is going to Damascus on the word and the authority of the chief priest. At this particular time, the apostle Paul, he had been uh, persecuting uh, the, the Christians. Who were the Christians? Those people that accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Those people that had received Christ Jesus. Those people that had believed upon Jesus Christ being the Son of the Most High God, amen, that He came to this earth, died on that cross, went in the grave, came up out of the grave, resurrected again, amen. Those that had received Him, amen, Paul was going about doing a business, not only of himself, but of the chief priests persecuting the church, amen. He was persecuting the church. He, he was sending people to jail. He was having the church, people that believed in Jesus Christ, he was having them whipped, he was having them beat, he was having them locked in those damp, dark dungeons, he was having them put behind bars and whatever else that they might have been doing in that day. He was coming against the church. He was persecuting the church. We got that now, right? Paul was on the road to Damascus. He had been, up to that moment, he had been persecuting the church, Amen. And it goes on here in, in verse 14 and it says, And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? This is Jesus speaking. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Amen. So I want you to understand that Jesus comes to Paul whenever this light, this bright light was shown upon them, they all fell to the ground. And Jesus came to Paul and he said, Saul, Saul, his name was Saul before he was Paul. And he says, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Well, well, I thought he was persecuting the church. We're getting ready to tie something together here that should edify our faith because it has just turned me to no end. Amen. Jesus said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Now remember, who, who was he persecuting? He was persecuting the church, amen. So if he's persecuting, Jesus says, why do you persecute me? Although in the earth he was persecuting the church, who is the church? Jesus. Jesus said, Saul, why do you persecute me? The manifestation of the persecution was with the body of Christ. Okay, we got that? But Jesus said to Saul in this encounter, Saul, why do you persecute me? In the earth, the persecution was against the body of Christ. In the earth today, the persecutions against you are against the body of Christ. But what Jesus did is he tied the body of Christ to himself. Let me go on. Maybe, maybe this helped to make more sense. Amen. So keep that in your mind. Amen. Praise the Lord. So he says, Why persecutest thou me? It is hard 
for thee to kick against the pricks. Amen. The term kick here in the Greek means to recalcitrate. Now, if you're like me, I had to look that up. <laughs> to recalcitrate means to kick back, to protect or protest or resist vigorously or to show stubborn opposition. So, pricks here in the Greek means a divine impulse. Amen. So, Jesus said, Paul, Paul, why persecutest thou me? Now, in the earth, he was persecuting the church, but by persecuting the church, he was actually persecuting Jesus. Why? Because the church is Christ in the earth. Okay? You see that? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What power is that? You think about that, you grab a hold of that, Gene. What power is that? This word here, Jesus himself is telling us whom believe upon him that are in this earth, whom we are. We are truly Christ in the earth. Amen. amen. Jesus' own confession states that, amen. So he says here, Paul, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks, amen. And remember what that means. Uh, kick means to protest or resist vigorously or to show stubborn opposition. And pricks means to uh, uh, means divine impulse. So who is it that gives us the divine impulses? It's the Holy Ghost, amen, who is the Father, amen, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all three in one, amen. We call it the Trinity, amen, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Well, it's the Holy Ghost in us that gives us those divine impulses. Amen. So basically what Jesus was saying to Paul is, Paul, why are you resisting so vigorously and stubbornly my divine leadership? Isn't that what he's saying? Yeah. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? There he goes again. I'm Jesus whom thou persecuted. Who was he persecuting? Who was Paul persecuting? He was persecuting the believers in the earth. Amen. But Jesus said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. There is, ooh, there is such a, a connection and tie between the child of God and God the Father. Amen. There is such a connection and tie. You know, Jesus said, I and my Father are one. Lord, open their eyes that they may see that as you and I are one, that we and they are one. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, church, but this was powerful for me. Amen. Praise God. So verse 15, who was Paul persecuting? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. I've really touched on this significantly, so we're going to kind of burst right through this. Amen. Paul was persecuting the church. So Jesus basically out of his own mouth told Paul, because you persecute the church, you're persecuting me. Amen. Praise the Lord. This statement by Jesus is a confession out of his own mouth that the church and Jesus are one. The same way Jesus and the Father are one, uh, the saved by Christ, his church, that's us, amen, are one with Christ, therefore one with the Father. We are one with God, amen. The, the, the Holy Spirit that you have living in you is that person of God that has been, the same way Jesus was dispatched from the very glory of heaven, amen, God has dispatched that Holy Spirit, hallelujah, into the earth for this period of grace that we live in, that the Holy Spirit could lead and guide us into all truth, amen. That spirit that lives within us, hallelujah, that spirit is that connection that makes us as one 
with God the Father, Jesus the Son, by the Holy Spirit that is within us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want, to, I want to share something with you. And, and you know, I, I make a, a bold statement here. But you've got to understand the, the path or the process. And, and we've been talking about this uh, quite a bit on Wednesday night. You've got to understand, when, when, when an unbeliever, for all have sinned to come short of the glory of God. Amen. So we're born into the world of sin. We're born into this world of sin. We enter in as sinners, amen. We had a need for a redeemer. We had a need to be redeemed. Jesus is that redeemer. So Jesus came that over here, the unsaved that choose to believe upon Jesus and say, I believe you're the son of God. Forgive me of my sins. Boom. At that moment, their sins have been forgiven. Amen. What else happens with them? At that moment, God imparts with them, within them, His Holy Spirit. Now, there's a difference in this impartation of the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit right now. But we, the believer, need to understand that according to God's Word, at salvation, God imparts within the believer His Holy Spirit. Now, what happens with that Holy Spirit that He has imparted within you from that point forward really is based on several factors from your pursuit of God, uh, your study, your drawing close to Him, and your openness to receiving every good and perfect work from above. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, salvation, He releases that Holy Spirit to you at the point of salvation, and He imparts that Holy Spirit within you. Hallelujah. You are made one with God. And Jesus said, because you persecute those in the earth that are one with me, you're persecuting me. That's how we should be as family. If, if one's going through it, we all go through it. That's right. But we all don't stay in it. We lift each other up out of it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's, that's where the oneness come from. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me go on and, and move forward. Hallelujah. Are y'all still with me this morning? Amen. Amen. So because of salvation, we're in Christ Jesus as one with the Father. This is one scripture why I boldly state that we are Christ in the earth. This particular scripture, when Jesus is speaking to Paul, is why we can say we are truly Christ in the earth. I don't know if your faith will let you go there, but my faith lets me go there. Because I believe Jesus called the church himself in this scripture. And Jesus said that the things that you see me do, you're going to do. You're going to do greater things than these. Amen? Amen. That's another message. Amen. Praise God. So let's look here at verse 16. He said, Jesus himself speaking, and, and remember, they all fell down to the ground. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. Remember the word purpose. To make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and those things in the which I will appear unto you. Amen. So Paul and those men that were traveling with him, they actually had fallen to the ground. Remember verse 14? It's, he said, Paul said, and when we were all fallen to the earth, amen. So when that light came and it shone upon them, they all fell to the ground, amen. Uh, also over in Acts chapter 9, the scripture says, and the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, 
hearing a voice but seeing no man. The men that were with him, they heard a voice, but they saw nobody. Amen. So even, woo, even being attached to Paul, they were experiencing a ramification of Christ. That's why you be careful who you line up with. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So those men that journeyed with him, they stood speechless, hearing a voice that seen no man. We had the same purpose and reason for our existence in the earth that Jesus told Paul was his reason as he appeared unto him. Amen. So as Christ is in the earth, as a child of God, a born-again believer, we are to be ministers and witnesses of the gospel and of Jesus Christ. So what Paul's purpose was that Jesus spoke to him, so is our purpose. Our purpose, if you're looking for your purpose and you're a child of God, your purpose is to be a minister and a witness of Jesus Christ. Let me say that again. If you're a child of God, you know these things. Knowing and application are two different things. That seems to be where we kind of get a little tore up and and, and at least for me, I kind of miss the boat, is the application of it sometimes. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. But you first got to know it before you apply it. Amen. The application comes from our choices and decisions. Woo. I better get off that rocky road, hadn't I? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So as Christ in the earth, as a child of God, a born-again believer, we are to be ministers and witnesses of Christ and the gospel, amen. Minister here in the Greek is to be a servant. So Jesus is telling Paul, I've appeared unto you to show you your purpose. New life, God is telling us today what our purpose is. He's telling us today what our purpose is. Amen. So Jesus told Paul, here's your purpose. I'm going to make you a minister or a servant. And a witness. Amen. So witness here means to witness a record and is closely tied to bear a record or testify. Testify. What is it that we testify of? We testify of Jesus Christ and the gospel. The gospel of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So our purpose in the earth is to be ministers or servants, hallelujah, and to bear a record, testify, and witness Jesus Christ to the lost. We are the ones that are called ministers of reconciliation. We reconcile from that place of being a sinner. We reconcile that person and bring them over to the place of believing in Jesus Christ because we have witnessed to them, we have testified to them the gospel of Jesus, amen. The Holy Ghost has drawn them, and as the Holy Ghost draws them, then they take your words that have gone through their ears into their hearts, amen, and they begin to apply those words, or they act upon those words, and then they say, yes, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Last week, or the week before last, we talked about you know, if they don't have a preacher, how are they going to hear? This week, the Lord says, you tell them what their purpose is. They're servants and witnesses of me unto the lost. Amen. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It all expands from there. Look at Paul's ministry. It expanded from what Jesus did here on this road to Damascus. Amen. Praise the Lord. So what is the Christian's purpose? What is the Christian's purpose? Okay, let, let, let's, let's just kind of take something broad, ministers and witnesses, and let's kind of narrow it down a little bit. What is the Christian's purpose? Jesus says, this is not Steve, but this is Jesus. Jesus said to Paul, the Christian's purpose, or Paul, your purpose, is going to be to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. Amen. We should believe that when we walk in a room, that light walks into that room. We should believe that if there's any darkness around, that when we walk in because of Jesus Christ, that darkness is dispersed. Amen. Hallelujah. The light consumes the darkness. Darkness does not consume the light. That's good. That's good stuff, Jeannie. Light consumes darkness. We are the light of this world, amen, the salt of the earth, and the light of Christ that shines through us consumes the darkness that may try to be anywhere near us. Amen. I'm going to go on. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, to open our eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God. So we turn them from the power of Satan unto the power of God. So this unsaved person is over here. There, whether they realize it or not, they are, are submissive and succumb to the power of Satan. They, they, they still got darkness within them. They're actually that servant of darkness. They're not the servant of light. Jesus has not entered in yet. So it's our responsibility being ministers and witnesses of the gospel to turn them from that power of darkness over to the power of God as they accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. That they may receive forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. We just talked about that. And inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Amen. And that's a whole message by itself. Hallelujah. Praise God. So what is the Christian's purpose? To open their eyes. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. To turn them from the power of Satan unto God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins. And inheritance among them which are sanctified by the faith that is in me. Amen. Hallelujah. So what's our purpose as a Christian? We're servants that testify. Of Jesus Christ and his gospel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm, I, I'm wanting to go somewhere that I don't know if I should go. Is it okay if I go? Y'all didn't bring no rocks in with you. Left on rocks in the parking lot, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Tomatoes ain't come up yet, right? Oh, they still sell them at the dollar store, though, don't they, Jerry? Maybe at Walmart. Maybe Walmart? Okay. So this time we're here. We got tomatoes. Hey, oh, I shouldn't have told y'all that. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. See, I knew if I talked enough, that thought would leave me. <laughs> Praise 
Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Remember our purpose. To serve and to testify. Hallelujah. Now, unfortunately, this is, I'm transitioning something here. Unfortunately, our enemy, Satan and his kingdom, is successful far too often distracting us from our purpose. We shouldn't be surprised. That's what his job is. That's what he wants to do. The only way he can touch the Father is through the church, so he thinks. But he really cannot touch the church because we're saved by the blood of Jesus through the grace of God. It's a free gift that God has given to those that believe. Amen. Praise the Lord. And unless you walk your life in a way that allows him to, to touch you, he can't touch you. Amen. Oh, we all go through things. I'm not saying that. We all go through things. We all experience things. Amen. I want to say something to you this morning that I'm seeing. In the earth today, I'm seeing even around my own circles and with my own network of relationships. Amen. So the enemy's job for him and his kingdom is to uh, get us off of our beaten path. Amen. In other words, it's his job to distract us from what we're supposed to be doing. To distract us from our purpose. Amen. This strategy of distraction, it ends up wearing the Christian out. And affects how we accomplish our purpose. So if you feel like you're being worn out. If you feel mentally, emotionally, spiritually tired or drained. Physically tired or drained. You take a step back and evaluate where you are in Christ. You evaluate. For me I have to evaluate my relationship. Am I praying enough? Am I studying enough? Am I out here where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be, seeking a space? Am I doing the things in my life that I'm supposed to be doing? You know, that's how I evaluate, amen. Hallelujah. But for the Christian, what I just spoke about us feeling worn out or worn down is extremely significant in the universal church today. This is a strategy of the enemy. This strategy of distraction, it ends up wearing us out and, and, and it, it affects us because we feel so, so many different things, whether mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, amen. The more the devil can accomplish this wearing down, if you will, in our lives, the less we operate in our purpose. We got to understand, church. I'm telling you this today to encourage you. To guard against the enemy's strategy of releasing things or bringing things to you that put you in a wearing down mode. Amen. I just want to encourage you today. I want you to be on your guard. Amen. Guard against this strategy that affects our lives. Amen. You, we've got to remember that God has given us authority over all the power of the enemy. Amen. So when we go through things in our lives or we see certain things in our lives, look, I know I, I, I'm one of the world's worst, amen? But when I get my eyes off of something and I put my heart and my faith in Christ Jesus, that's when that something gets 
out of my way. Oh, it may still be there, but you know what? I'm not looking at it. I'm looking at Him, amen. And I'm trusting Him, amen, as I move forward. I'm better able to walk as a conqueror in Christ Jesus than I am, amen. So that thing that was set in front of me, it may still be there. I may still be facing it, but I conquer it in a different way. I conquer it with more peace. I conquer it with more joy, amen. I conquer it in a right spiritual condition, amen, hallelujah, with the authority that God has given me, amen, in Christ Jesus, glory to God. The devil can't do nothing to us except what we allow him to do, church, and he does not want to hear that, that phrase or that statement coming from the pulpits. Well said, amen, amen, amen. So what's he do to us? He tries to wear us down. Hallelujah. He tries to wear us down. So this part of this message, just know it's out there. And we all have distractions in our lives. But you need to see what the distraction might be causing in your life. Amen. Okay. If this distraction is not producing servanthood and testimony, then i got to deal with this distraction. Amen. It could just be that the enemy's brought something to me that is to wear me down so I'm harmed mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Amen. Hallelujah. So just, just be aware of that. Hallelujah. And be ready to, to spiritual warfare with the enemy. Amen. Okay. So we don't have to allow the devil's strategies to affect us in our lives. We've got authority over all power of the enemy. Amen? Amen. Y'all still with me? You ready to wrap it up? Have you got anything out of it? Hey, we're truly Christ in the earth. But our purpose is to be servants and testify of the gospel. Amen? So in summary, amen, the Christian, well, I just said that statement. There I go, get ahead of us. I wrote down here, the Christian is truly Christ in the earth by being one with him. Amen. Our purpose is to serve and be witnesses for the gospel of Jesus Christ to see the lost come to know him. Amen. We have authority over all the power of the devil. We don't have to put up with his strategies affecting our lives and wearing us down. Amen. Amen. For me in my life, when I feel that lack of joy or I feel that wearing down and I evaluate, as soon as I start to make different decisions and choices pointed toward God, toward the Word, those things start to alleviate and subside. Still got to deal with them. I told somebody the other day, you know, look, you give your heart to the Lord, I'm not telling you that all your problems are going to be gone, but I am telling you that because you gave your heart to the Lord, you now have somebody that can help you through it. Amen. The strength that He gives. Amen. So this is a message of power, authority. Watch out for the enemy. And believe that you're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And you have authority over the enemy. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we truly thank you for your word, Lord. 
Lord, you've said a lot here, and you've taken it to a certain place. But, Father, let your spirit take it even deeper to each and every person that hears this message, Lord. Continue to teach, continue to grow. Father, I know that, you know, life is life, and, and, and we all live in this life. But, Lord, help us to live in this life first being Christ in the earth, then taking care of the things that you've given us to take care of, Lord. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you for who you are. And Father, we just give you the glory and the honor, Lord God. Mm, hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your spirit, your presence in this house today, Lord God. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters, and I ask that you would just minister to them, Lord. Touch their hearts. I thank you, Lord, for jobs that you've given people, Lord. Lord, let them be successful in those jobs, Father. Lord God, that every need would be met. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord, that you're correcting storm damage from a couple of weeks ago, Father God. You're taking care of people there. We give you the glory and the honor. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that, that you are truly creating a, a heart of oneness, Lord God, here at New Life. And we thank you for ministering to hearts all abroad, Lord God. To, to see that that's taken care of, Lord, according to your own perfect will, Lord, and how you want it to be, Father God. Father, help us not to kick against the pricks. Help us not to resist your divine impulses, Lord. Help us not to go forward being stubborn, Lord, as the Apostle Paul was. You evidently had been dealing with him for some time, Father, and we thank you for that. But, Lord God, help us not to be stubbornly resisting, Lord God, your leadership. Help us, Lord, simply to be the best for you that we can be. That Christ would be high and lifted up in our lives, in our church life, and here at New Life Ministries. We thank you and we praise you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. And let the house of the Lord say amen. 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 Praise God. Just a couple of quick announcements, amen, uh, before we dismiss today. Uh, don't forget about next week. We're having a soup and sandwich uh, dinner after church. Uh, we want to invite everybody, even if you don't attend church here, if you want to come out and eat that day, you come on out. Amen. We run out of soup and sandwiches. Uh, well, I think a few of us got the number to Little John's or, or uh, Domino's or uh, Card House or whatever it's called. Amen. Little John's. Y'all, some of y'all picked up on that, didn't you? Yeah. What's it called? Papa John's? <laughs> you never know what might come out of this mouth. At least that's what Jeanette says. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. But seriously, we want to invite you to come on out. Even if you don't come to church at New Life, come and join us that day. Amen. You know, now if you got your own home church, we want you going to your home church. Hallelujah. Uh, but if you don't have a church, we want to invite you to come out and, and, and join us in a service next Sunday. And then join us for uh, soup and sandwiches afterwards. Amen. Easter egg hunt, April 9th after the service. Uh, please uh, bring in your uh, treats for that and your eggs, amen. I understand we're growing some more chickens or hatching some more chickens or something that maybe we'll have some eggs to paint or something like that. Don't they come out colored already? <laughs> she said, yeah. I was just kidding. Brown and white or something? Green, blue. No way. You're full of them. 
she has chickens that I think she said blue and pink. Well, I didn't know that. I was you just get kidding. the right chicken. You get the right color name. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Praise God. Oh, yeah, March 19th sign-up sheet back there on the bulletin board. We need some more people to sign up for that uh, to bring some soup and sandwiches. Amen. So please visit that sign-up sheet. And then April 23rd, we're going to have a 20th anniversary uh, dinner after the morning service. It also has a sign-up sheet out there. A church will be providing chicken uh, that day and, and yeah. need to sign up for everything else. Amen. Uh, thank you for your faithfulness and your tithes and offerings. Don't forget if you're present, the yellow bucket back here on the sound room wall. Uh, if you want to give uh, and you watch from Facebook or uh, any other social media uh, site, you can go to newlifeparisky.com. That's newlifeparisky.com and, and scroll down and click on the give link and it'll take you straight to uh, uh, PayPal. Amen. Did I forget anything, Jeanette? Did I forget anything? Amen. Did I forget anything, anybody? Know anything I might have forgotten. Uh, we are trying to scroll the announcements up here on the projector before and after the service. Oh, okay. Amen. She does me like that all the time. <laughs> she's all, she's always ahead of me. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Um, so please take time to read those. Uh, hopefully you're not like me. You can't keep up with it, but it does come back around. Did I forget anything, Brother Steve? Brother Steve, may I say one thing? Yes, sir. This sermon today, in part, took place yesterday afternoon oh, praise the Lord. at the detention center. And this is this is not only the beauty, in my opinion, and the power within the Word, but through conversation and never got Praise the Lord. For, for just about Amen. almost almost an hour Amen. and a half. Let's see. Yeah, about an hour and a half. I couldn't believe it. And that's the reason I didn't say anything at the beginning of the service. I wanted to see how things went, how the spirit moved. I found absolutely phenomenal. Amen. Praise the Lord. We got to be all the glory. You know, we shouldn't be surprised because we're all one in Christ Jesus, right? Amen. Would you stand this morning? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless God. God is good. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Would you like to pray and just send us on our way for a blessed day today? Amen. Hallelujah. If not, you just point your finger. <laughs> Amen. All right. <laughs> Jeanette? And you? Huh? What's that mean? Y'all are ahead of me. Oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't get that. Okay, amen. Hey, Jeanette, why don't you pray for us today? Lord, pray 